This episode is brought to you by 1010. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana, 10 design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful diamond ring launching exclusively on January 18th at BlueNile.com. This exciting limited edition collection of diamond engagement rings launches on January 18th and you can preview it exclusively at BlueNile.com. You are Locked On Chargers, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Chargers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up and welcome into the Locked On Chargers podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Wade, joined as always by my co-host, David Drogemeyer. And on today's show, to break down the Chargers brand new head coach, we have John Kegley, one of the original members of the show. We are three writers who got our start at San Diego Sports Domination, San Diego's top sports blog. And I also write for the LAFB Network, but we've been covering the Chargers now for six seasons doing our own Facebook Live show, Chargers Domination Live. And now this is our fourth season as the host of the Locked On Chargers podcast, bringing you your team every day. Well, guys, we have an amazing show for you guys playing today because we have some crazy news. The Chargers have hired their new head coach, and it came as a surprise. Rams defensive coordinator Brandon Staley is now the Chargers head coach. First, let me welcome in all of our new listeners. You guys picked a hell of a show to come in and check the show out. We really appreciate it. And another shout out to all of our loyal listeners who I'm sure are waiting for this to see our thoughts on the Chargers hiring Brandon Staley. So we have a lot to get into. At first, we'll just talk about kind of our initial reactions to Staley. And then in the second segment, we'll be getting into, you know, missing out on Brian Dable because you guys know that he was high on our list and how Brandon Staley plans to change the team as far as the defense and the offense. What is he going to do to try to get the most out of phenom quarterback Justin Herbert? And then to wrap up the show, we'll just talk about some of the quotes and some of the players that have talked about Brandon Staley and also some of the really good players that he's coached and good coaches he's coached under as well. So very exciting show for you guys today. Let's go ahead and get into it. After this wild coaching search of 2021, the Los Angeles Chargers have found their new head coach and it's the Rams defensive coordinator. Brandon Staley and this is something that was a surprise to a lot of people even recently Adam Schefter came out and said that Brian Dable the Bills offensive coordinator was the favorite to land the Chargers job he is still in the playoffs Brandon Staley lost over the weekend and became available and the Chargers pounced on that opportunity got him in there for his second interview he was planning on going to other teams and interviewing again he did not he stayed and the Chargers got the deal done before he could ever talk to anybody else so David this has all been a whirlwind of a Sunday night what was your initial reaction to seeing that the charge found their man in defensive coordinator Brandon Staley yeah I mean just a little bit of shock and surprise I, I like uh, most other people around was you know watching and, and reading everything I possibly could to see what was going to happen with the Chargers coaching job here and everybody that I've read everything that I everything that I saw indicated that Brian Dayball was going to be the guy but now we know it's Brandon Staley and Brandon Staley was high on my list too and it, and it just seems to me every every time I read or I listen or I watch something that has to do with Brandon Staley I, I like the guy a little bit more I mean this guy has a courageous background his family has been you know just absolutely cursed with cancer unfortunately he lost his mom 
to cancer. His dad has cancer currently. He beat cancer himself. So this guy, this guy is a warrior. He's a fighter. He's an incredibly strong communicator. He has a, a unique ability to to connect with players on a personal level. He understands that you have to tailor your communication to each individual person. Um, he's able to teach. He is known as a teacher. I mean, there's so many good things to know about Brandon Staley, and and I'm excited. I mean, this guy was supposed to be the next Sean McVay. That's why Sean McVay hired him to be a DC in the first place, and now the Chargers get one of the hottest young coaching candidates in the NFL. Yeah, if you read what people have to say about this guy who's relatively unknown, only one season as the Rams' defensive coordinator, and all he did was lead the number one defense in the NFL, and it really wasn't that close as far as total yardage, as far as passing yardage, as far as points allowed per game at the top in the NFL, and it was a well-balanced defense as well because they were third in the NFL at stopping the run too, so number one stopping the pass, number three stopping the run. I mean, this guy, all he did was come in and be one of the best defensive coordinators in the NFL, and one of the things that he and Sean McVay go back and forth about is just how to beat each other. This is a guy who wants to sit there and play the chess match. He wants to line his guys up in the best way to attack different offenses. He's one of those guys who, as Tom Telesco put it, he's the gym rat version of a football coach. The guy just never gets out of the office, John. He's extremely detail-oriented. He is going to be a very organized guy, and he has a lot of plans for this team, and he must have because the Chargers were set all along to be looking for an offensive-minded head coach. And I think that the funny thing about this is we are all making the connection between him and Brian Dable being at the same high school for a certain amount of time when Tom Telesco actually played as a player at John Carroll University, which ended up being where Brandon Staley got his coaching start. So, John, what did you think about the Chargers not leaning offensive and going with a defensive coordinator with one year of experience in Brandon Staley? Well, I'd say it was a big gamble. Um, He has a lot of good things said about him, but when we were looking for Anthony Lynn and all the other coaches four years ago, David brought up how Matt Patricia has this ungodly degree that he got which makes him super smart and then next thing we know he's harassing players and talking down to them and he's not winning games so hey 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 i didn't expect (laughs) that to happen now come on now a lot of people yeah you still have to go out there like all this all this stuff sounds cool and all but i mean the experience worries me the fact that he got to have a pretty good rams defense that had wade phillips beforehand makes me like wonder is what this is but i'm hearing things like He's obsessed with football, which means he's going to be putting his full effort into it, which is something I can really just say that's all I can ask for. If you're putting all your effort into it, at the end of the day, I can't really blame you. If It's either you're good or you're not. That's really what it's going to come down to, no matter what anybody else says. Someone like Anthony Lynn didn't put all his effort into it. He was more stubborn than anything. He wanted to keep George Stewart because he liked the guy, not because he was committed and obsessed with the game. I'm pretty sure Staley would not mind firing someone if it was the right choice. But the fact that he's obsessed with football is someone, I, I'm one of those type of people, I'm obsessed with it as well. So to hear that kind of thing makes me feel a lot better of our decision. And the fact that we've had one defensive-minded coach in the past, like, what, 25 years? Yeah. And that was Marty Schottenheimer, who has a really great year, like two of th- – of his three last three yeah two of his last three years were really good years and then he got fired for no reason and Norv took over his team and had success once all the Marty players were gone it was Norv's team and he had no success I mean just right that alone I feel like hiring the defensive mind might be what this team needed 
Yeah, and the other thing about this guy, too, is that he was a college quarterback that played at Dayton. This is a guy that sees the field offensively and defensively as well. And Jordan Rodriguez from The Athletic said that Brendan Staley held a defensive coordinator role, but the way he sees the game and developed his scheme was incepted in how an offensive mind would try to attack a defense. That's why Sean McVay hired him to be the smarter plan that counters the smart offenses and to challenge his own. And I think that's one of the big things the Chargers are getting in this is innovation. The Chargers just came off of running a defense where the other team basically knew what was going to happen most of the time. They didn't change things up very much. Brandon Staley couldn't be further from that. This is a guy that's going to have a heavily detailed plan on how he wants to attack each offense that the Chargers go up against. And I think that that kind of works on both sides because he can also show Herbert, hey, this is what they're going to try to do to you. This is what you can do instead. This is how you fix it. And I think hearing that he's a player's coach, hearing that you know these players all respond to what he says and he gets guys to buy in and all of those things while also being innovative because Anthony Lynn got people to buy in. But the schemes weren't anything special. And I think this guy brings something a little bit different. But the thing that isn't surprising, David, is that everyone was in the dark about this. I mean, Adam Schefter reports that Brian Dable is going to be the guy. We've seen several people come out and say that. Basically, everyone around the league kind of feels like Brian Dable is going to the Chargers to the point that some people weren't even interviewing him a second time. And now the reports are coming out from Diana Rossini saying that this was a surprise pick in the NFL. And now Brian Dable is already looking to the next year's coaching vacancies. I mean, Tom Telesco does it again. Nobody really saw this coming with Brandon Staley. Everybody's eyes were on Brian Dable. Yet, as soon as he's bounced out of the playoffs, the deal gets done in a day. Tom Telesco is... The stealthiest general manager in the NFL. Like, it is absolutely insane. When he doesn't want you to know something, you're not going to know. I mean, he is just so good at keeping things close to the vest and under wraps. I mean, he just does not give out information unless he intends to do so. And it just seems to me that when information is put out into the media, it's done deliberately because the general manager wanted to happen that way. It just seems like that's who Tom Telesco is. This was absolutely a surprise. They brought him in for his second interview. I mean, none of us really thought too much of it because, you know, other other candidates were doing second interviews as well. But this this was it. I mean, they, they said that, you know, they blew him, uh, that he went in there and blew them away in the interview process, that he had a plan in place for Justin Herbert. We've read and you've said that he's incredibly detail-oriented. He must have impressed upon uh, that or impressed that uh, upon the Chargers organization and the ownership and Tom Telesco because now he is one of the youngest head coaches in the NFL at 38 years old and 38 days so uh, it's going to be interesting to see what he is going to be able to do as a Chargers head coach and, more importantly, what kind of staff he's going to bring in to help him help the Chargers win football games. And the staff is going to be very important, and we'll get into some of the guys already linked to that job next in the next segment. But I also got the feeling from this hire that this wasn't because Brian Dable kept going in the playoffs. I've seen a lot of people say that. It seems like the Chargers, after their first interview with Staley before the Rams were eliminated from the playoffs, it seemed like they thought they found their guy then. And I've always said, you know, if you think you find your guy, obviously, you do whatever it takes to bring that guy in. And the other part of this is you have to think that he came in and told them 
this is what I'm going to do for Justin Herbert because everyone in the league knows the Chargers are going to do whatever they can and have to do whatever they can not to mess up Justin Herbert. So I'm excited to see what that plan is. And obviously he sold them on it. So it's going to be interesting. I think his coaching staff will be able to kind of show us a little bit on what he's going to be trying to do. But we will be getting into what his plan has to be for Justin Herbert and some of those assistant coaches coming up in the next segment right after this. But before we get into that, I need to tell you guys that when it comes to getting or staying in shape, nothing feels as good as that feeling of accomplishment of hitting your fitness goals and feeling great about yourself. I know it's the new year, so everybody is trying to hit those resolutions. And one thing that has kept me going is Echelon. Echelon offers the next generation of connected fit bikes. Fitness bikes, fitness mirrors, rowing machines, and their Echelon Stride Smart treadmill. No matter what your favorite fitness activity, Echelon gives you a fun and challenging workout from the comfort of your own home. I personally use the fitness bikes, but you do have to be careful if you're doing it before you have something to do the next day. Just realize that you might be super sore and even two days after sometimes because the workouts really work you out and their world-class instructors will motivate you with thousands of daily and live on-demand studio level classes always available when you need them. Right now, you guys can go to echelonfit.com slash locked on. That's E-C-H-E-L-O-N fit.com slash locked on. And you can try the Echelon Fitness equipment at home for 30 days. That's echelonfit.com slash locked on. So the Chargers have hired their new head coach, Brandon Staley. And this is the Brandon Staley show. But we also have to start with the Chargers not going with a guy that we all said that we liked. So, I mean, I don't want to sit here and pretend like we just didn't want Brian Dable and that, you know, we weren't a little bit surprised by the brain and Staley news. So John, when you're looking at this pick, the Chargers decided to go defensive minded with, with brain and Staley, instead of going with someone like Brian Dable, who obviously works some miracles with Josh Allen coming out of coming out of Wyoming. So do, are you surprised that the Chargers weren't kind of fully in on trying to just get a guy who, if he could do that with Josh Allen, think about what he could do with Justin Herbert. Yeah, I was surprised. I've, I thought for sure they were going to go with someone that would just fully go all in on Justin Herbert and make it him a Hall of Fame caliber player for the rest of his career. And that would possibly be what the Chargers would market. You'd have jerseys constantly sold. It'd be the guy that you'd put the photo of on the front of stadiums and billboards and stuff like that. Just a guy that would sell tickets and get the and get this whole franchise rolling again. And the fact that they went with a defensive-minded guy really was like, oh, wow, really? We just got a young, talented quarterback, and you're going with a defense that's been broken for years, basically, because guys are constantly hurt and you can't build the D-line. But makes me wonder, was was Dable even really part of the plan, or was that a, a complete smokescreen? Was Dable really going to be a top option was even in the top five for them after the interviews were done. I'm wondering where this report really actually came that Dable was a favorite for the Chargers. Well, and the report from Adam Schefter said he was one of, if not the favorite for the Chargers head coaching job. So that's a little bit vague. I mean, but that was one of, you know, many reports that we saw that Dable was probably going to be the guy. And I think that David, when you look at this, there has to be a big point surrounded around Justin Herbert. And potentially that could even mean, you know, trying to keep Pep Hamilton around. Shane Steichen still hasn't officially signed on to be another team's coordinator at this point. Obviously, Tom Telesco has said he will get the final say on the coaching staff. That would be Brandon Staley in this case. He gets his decision on who he wants to keep. 
But obviously a big part of this is, okay, you've got a defensive-minded head coach. In best-case scenario, let's say he fixes the defense. Well, what are you going to do with the offense? And one of the things that I really liked reading about what he plans to do, that is Brand Staley. This is also from Jordan Rodriguez, who said he also has expressed his desire to assemble a diverse forward-thinking staff that he hopes will challenge him to think about the game in new ways. And the kind of way that I take that is, He wants to find a guy who thinks offensively like he does defensively. He wants an offensive coordinator that's going to go ahead and go out and practice and beat Staley's defense so that Staley can make an adjustment and evolve from there and try to beat the offensive coordinator, David. So I do think there is a healthy competitive balance. I do think coming from a quarterback background, I do trust that Brandon Staley is going to have a good chance of making the right moves to try to exemplify whatever Justin Herbert does well. Well, I mean, and that's one of the things that a lot of people say is an asset uh, is that because he was a former quarterback as a defensive coordinator, he's able to teach the defensive guys what they what he sees through a quarterback's eyes or what the what the quarterback is going to expect and that he can you know bring that to Justin Herbert from the opposite side from the defensive side saying hey Justin I mean this is what they're going to look at on the defensive side and how they're going to try to attack you to challenge him to be better because we all know how intelligent Justin Herbert is but Brandon Staley is that same thing I mean Sean McVay brought him in because he was looking for a guy that was going to challenge him. And it seems like Brandon Staley is going to continue that with his own staff, which is only smart. I think you want to get guys that are going to challenge you. And also, I mean, like Robert Sala said, you know, get some guys that you know, know stuff that you don't know. And, uh, you know, that's only going to make you a, a better staff and more well-rounded as a coach. I mean, this guy is very intelligent. Um, but, yes, I think we're all excited and very uh, curious to see who that staff is going to be. And I know the staff means a lot to you, John. And one of the people that has already been linked to that job is someone that you're familiar with. One of those guys is Kevin O'Connell, who's the offensive coordinator for the Rams currently. And the other is Thomas Brown, the current Rams running backs coach. So these are two guys that are obvious fits as far as guys that could go along with him, obviously both coming from the Rams organization. But I know that you would be in favor of him bringing in someone like Kevin O'Connell. Yeah, I would. He uh, he was a quarterback at San Diego State who seemed to do pretty well at, at reading the other team's defense. He didn't really have the greatest talent around him, so he didn't really have the top numbers to be you know one of the best in the country. But when you play with guys like Brett Swain and – Chad Shillings and Darren Mogi, you don't really have a good a great season, you know. But he still threw for three thousand yards with that kind of wide receiver core. And then he goes to the NFL and he plays behind Tom Brady with Bill Belichick, and he had to have learned a lot of stuff just from that alone. And then he becomes an offensive coordinator in the NFL. He was on the he's been the Rams OC, and they they do a pretty good job even with losing guys to injuries and stuff like that. Somehow this team is still able to figure out ways to do what it needs to do to move the ball with if Kevin O'Connell could come here as a former quarterback and work with Herbert and that can go with Staley as well and if they were somehow to keep Pep to be the quarterback's coach somehow if he doesn't get an OC position somewhere I think that trio right there would just help Herbert grow even more Another big thing with him is that the Chargers will probably have to change their defensive scheme because right now they run a 4-3. That's obviously four defensive linemen, three linebackers, and Brandon Staley runs a 3-4. But the other thing is, though, is he mixes things up a lot. And I think you can see with some players like Uchenna and Wosu, he would be fine as an outside linebacker, but I don't think that Joey Bosa 
would be playing outside linebacker. Obviously, Jerry Tillery would be in those scenarios. But just with what he's been able to do with Aaron Donald, being able to see you know how to how he kind of mixes things up and moves guys around, what he's able to do with his linebackers and his secondary. I mean, he's been a secondary coach before, but the way that secondary plays, I mean, they're just so disciplined. They seem to know what's coming. I mean, they seem like they are guys that just they're already kind of predicting the plays, which obviously. When you're a defensive back, that makes things a lot easier if you know what that receiver is going to run. And I think that's why they were good at forcing takeaways. I think that the ways that he's tried to get pressure with the guys that he's had, which outside of Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, you guys probably haven't heard of a lot of other Rams defenders. He's been making it work in the secondary with a lot of lesser known guys. And he made it work, you know, in the front seven with a lot of linebackers you probably have never heard of either that missed you know some of the least amount of tackles in the league because they're very disciplined they know where their gaps are the guys up front get one-on-ones with the offensive linemen and he trusts those guys to be able to make stops in the running game so i do think well he'll and be he able- schemes that open too i mean he schemes open more more one-on-one opportunities to get after the quarterback which is a thing of beauty Absolutely. And he's not a guy that blitzes a ton percentage wise. I mean, he still blitzes a lot more than Gus Bradley did, obviously. But I think the thing that you like is just the way he does. I mean, he gets a lot of free blitzers. He gets guys freed up so where they don't even have anyone blocking it because no one really sees it coming on the offensive side. So there's a lot of things he does with the defense. And I'm excited to see what he can do with a guy like Kenneth Murray. I'm excited to see how he uses Joey Bosa. And I'm excited to see what the secondary who's been good in the past but has some aging players responds to the defense that he wants to install because obviously he's not going to have Jalen Ramsey but a lot of those other guys were lesser guys that have been developed and got the most out of from Brandon Staley so I think that's all very exciting but we still have one more segment to get into so in the next segment we're going to talk about what some of the former coaches and players of Brandon Staley had to say about the Chargers new head coach coming up right after this. Before we get into that, I need to tell you guys about the best protein bar in the world, and I'm talking about Built Bar. I just got my new box of Built Bars. Thank you, Built Bar. I very much appreciate it. It is the only protein bar that I really like because for me, flavor has so much to do with it, and you're not going to find a better tasting protein bar than Built Bar with 18 flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream. Carrot cake is a really, really good flavor I've grown to, I've grown to like a lot lately, too. But the other thing is, is they're good for pretty much any kind of diet that you're going for. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and it tastes like a delicious treat because all of them are 100% covered in chocolate and soft and easy to chew. Right now, we can save you guys some money on Built Bars because you can go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKEDON, all caps, one word for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. I also need to tell you guys about betonline.ag, the official betting sponsor of the Locked On Chargers podcast. Hopefully you guys put a little bit of money on Brandon Staley. I know we were saying, you know, he was one of the top two options. If you did put some money down there on betonline.ag, you definitely got a good amount of money out of that. If you guys haven't already, there's only a couple weeks left of football. The time is now to get your money in and make sure that you find a way to put some more juice on those games. And this is the only place that has you covered in the one place that we trust at betonline.ag. And the best part is they will give you some free money to gamble with. All you have to do is sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. That's promo code locked on all caps. One word to get your free money and get started betting at betonline.ag. 
All right, well, it's time to get into the final segment. Still talking about the Chargers hiring their brand new head coach, Rams defensive coordinator, Brandon Staley, the leader of the number one defense in the NFL in 2020. And in this segment, I kind of just want to go over not just some of the things some of his players have said, John, but also some of the really good players that he's coached. And that list, you know, includes Khalil Mack, Vaughn Miller, a bunch of really, really good players. Now Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald as well. And wherever he's gone, I mean, all of those guys have had career years, right? I mean, and all those guys are really good players. But you look at his experience that he has coming from the Bears and the Broncos under Vic Fangio and that kind of defense that they ran there and what he'll be able to do with the Chargers defense. And I think when you're looking at those players, it kind of is proof. It's like, okay, he knows how to use his star players and he knows how to get the most out of guys that we maybe have never heard of. I think a lot of that has to do with the places that he's coming from. Well, for people listening to this, they're probably going to make the argument, well, those those players were already good. Vaughn Miller, Khalil Mack, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. But the argument I would have would be Joey Bosa is really good. Have we seen him really have those career years? Are we seeing the 20 sack seasons that we're expecting him to get every single that we say in the preseason? No. Why is that? Because we've never seen a defensive coordinator use him to his potential. So hearing stuff like hearing stuff from Von Miller and all those guys and seeing what they've been able to do with him as one of their coaches, whether it's the linebacker coach or the defensive coordinator, or whatever, the fact that he's given them career years makes you think Joey Bosa might be next up for that. Or if Derwin James can stay healthy, he's going to be able to finally do way better than he did in 2018 when he played a full season. There's going to be a lot of things coming up here that you might not really expect to happen because maybe you're thinking okay Joey Bush is really good he'll get 18 sacks but then he comes out and he has an even better year like maybe he has he leads the league in tackles for a loss all of a sudden like you don't know what you're gonna see you might see some great things from these players yeah and I think that the biggest thing too is that these players you believe will buy into it especially just from what you've seen I mean he had some very big shoes to fill in Los Angeles with the Rams taking over for Wade Phillips and they actually lost a lot of players defensively going into this year and they still somehow found a way to be the top defense in the league even though they're pretty middle of the pack in 2019 and just seeing what he's been able to do with those guys I think gives me a lot of hope for what he would be able to do with chess pieces like Kenneth Murray like Derwin James like Joey Bosa but it's more than that because I'm more excited for how is he going to develop guys on the defensive line how is he going to build depth on the defense and when players get hurt how will he adjust to make the, get the most out of the defense with the guys that he has left. And I think all of those things are on the table with Brandon Staley. So I'm really excited to see that. But just to get into, you know, one of the players that has really had high things to say about him, Jalen Ramsey said that my confidence level that he'll be back is like 5% as far as Brandon Staley going back to the Rams next year. Maybe just because of who he is, he's a genius. If teams do make the mistake of not hiring him, we're going to have a sequel part two and we're going to turn it up a notch. So that's what Jalen Ramsey had to say about it, David. And wherever you look, I mean, pretty much any player you're seeing talk about this guy has really high things to say about him. And it's like, it's what they say, too, as far as the things that they like that he does. Well, and those comments should not be taken lightly because Jalen Ramsey is not the easiest person to get along with. I mean, I think that's well documented around the league in some videos and interviews that we've seen is that Jalen Ramsey is a little bit of a diva. I mean, he's a phenomenal football player. We all know that, but... He's just simply not the simplest person to get along with, and he speaks glowingly about Brandon Staley. So those comments should be uh, held in high esteem. And I, I mean, the 
those comments really they don't end like there's so many other people that are saying things like that like for example akron coach who hired him at john carroll said that he has a special way of making it hard on quarterbacks by giving him different looks creating uncertainty making him hold the ball longer it's such an important part of his defensive philosophy so that gives you some insight on what he thinks and then just about his communication this is from a, a player that was you know under his tutelage his name is marty gibbons he said he was able to talk to people and build relationships that's a real leader that's very high level emotional intelligence i was a fiery competitive player at that point in my life and brandon was good at navigating our personalities so that just goes back to me saying he tailors his communication to each individual player and jalen ramsey pretty much echoed those sentiments so i mean when you hear those type of things being talked about your new head coach i think it just gives you nothing but excitement for what he's going to be able to do as far as being the new coach of the chargers and it's it's important to mention that when you know how to speak to players emotions and personalities that means you connect with them and they will listen to you if you just go in there and say okay i'm the coach this is what you're gonna do either you're gonna be really successful and the players will just go with you because they're successful and probably gonna get a big paycheck somewhere or you're going to start failing and you're going to lose the locker room. But if you can respond to these players the right way with their emotions, their personalities, get to know them, learn how to communicate with them, even if you're messing up, they will still trust you and want to fight for you, and they know somehow, some way, you'll make this better. Well, and this is something I know John's going to want to hear because this is from John Johnson the third is another guy who's played extremely well over the last couple of years that no, a lot of people really knew about. And he said he, it's okay. It's like he's always working. He's always studying. He'll shoot me a text at a random time of the day about something not even important. It's just about football, something that he saw. He's really passionate about his players. He is a player's coach, and he's going to put his guys in situations where they can succeed. He's really player-driven, and he knows what he has, and he makes it work for us. So, John, outside of just the obsession with football, I don't think there's anything more than you can ask for as far as he knows what he has, and he makes it work for us. He's going to tailor a defense based on what the Chargers have. And I think when you're hearing the players even recognize it, that's the buy-in that you're talking about. And when guys really buy into something, that usually means they're more attentive. They pick up the little attention to details, and they don't find themselves out of position very often. Well, I think this is a perfect time with the scenario of him being the L.A. Rams coach and getting to stay in L.A. to bring up that I believe Staley displays the Mamba mentality. This is a guy who's constantly working, trying to get better, and the only thing that can stop him is himself, and he refuses to stop. And just like that text message right there, just randomly getting a text message of stuff, like, oh, hey, this could work. Kobe was doing that with Pal Gasol in the Olympics. He'd randomly bring Pal Gasol into his locker room and be like, hey, look at, see this right here. This is what they do. This is what they do. we got to fix this. And Pal's like, bro, it's like 4 a.m. in the morning. Like, go go away. (laughs) You know, (laughs) if if Staley's doing this kind of stuff, then – Imagine what the rest of the team is going to be wanting to do. They they feed off of that kind of leadership. And if you're fixing the small things because you're telling a player, like, you know, see how your hand is, like, a little bit too far out. You bring that in a little bit, you get more explosiveness. That that seems like such a tiny thing. But if that makes, like, a split-second difference on how fast you get to a QB, that player is going to listen to you. He's going to go, hey, if that, if that were just imagine what happens if he tells me to do this this play i might be getting more interceptions too and i'm a defensive lineman like you don't know what's going to happen <laughs> but that small little tip right there fixing the small things is going to earn a player's trust and keep guys from getting all out of sorts like i don't know i don't want to name all the players that have been out of sorts in the past like what four years <laughs> <laughs> we've used linebackers to cover tyree kill 
I mean, there, there's a long God. list. Even Kyle Emanuel trying to cover Anthony Sherman and getting roasted. I mean, there's a long list of stuff to go over. But small fixing small things by being obsessed with the game plan and being obsessed with film study will fix that. Well, and he is that way. I mean, in meetings, they, they say that he is extremely meticulous and ex- very, very focused. He does not like to waste any time or any energy. He is 100% all in. They say his focus is unreal. And, I mean, that's that's why he's able to identify those small little tweaks that he needs to make. And he's able to communicate that effectively in a way his players can understand and the way they can get that corrected. Uh, so that's one, another thing that I just absolutely love when you read about him. When you talked about him, you know, being a teacher and the thing about that too is when somebody makes a mistake, you also have to be able to tell them why it went wrong, right? And kind of break down the mechanics of, hey, this is what you did. This is what you should have done. He seems like the guy that can tell these players that and they're not holding it against him, right? Because they kind of know he's a genius. They know he knows what he's talking about. And that's, you know, how Tom Tuesto says he gets like all these guys to buy in. And the funny thing is, is you can get one thing without the other. You can get the guy who's obsessed with football and spends all day in the room watching film but then he gets out of the office and he can't connect with the players because they don't have anything in common or anything like that right and you can get the rah-rah guy who isn't going to be the innovative guy that's going to go scheme for scheme with some of the top offensive offensive coordinators in the nfl and you can also get the guy who gets people to buy in but he just isn't running the right stuff like you're getting all of these things like not only is he going to be able to tell you how to do something exactly why you should be doing it and exactly what the other team is going to be expecting he's also a guy i mean as michael brockers puts it i mean the guy comes in with a lot of juice he actually makes you feel like you want to play i told him the first time we were on a zoom call he had me fired up ready to go i wanted to put my helmet on the zoom call because he had me so fired up. You don't usually get all of those things in the same package. A guy that probably knows more than you on the football field, but doesn't make it seem like that because he really cares about those personal relationships. And if you're talking about Justin Herbert, that's one of the things I liked about Brian Dable is he's a guy who really wants to connect with the players as people. It seems like Brandon Staley kind of takes that same philosophy. So I think the Chargers are not only getting someone that's good X's and O's wise. You get someone who the players are going to love, who the players are going to fight for, and I think who the players are going to be trust that he's going to never, you know, give them the worst chance to win. He's always going to go out there and give this team and have this team feeling like they have the edge over another team because of their preparation, because of all the work they put in because of the constant communication because of the leadership. I really do think that this, this is a guy that people are going to want to show up and play for. And this is a guy that the players aren't going to want to let down. So really excited about the innovation that he wants to bring to the table. Obviously it's a huge risk to take a chance on a one year defensive coordinator. I mean, it's not something you see happen very often that that guy becomes a head coach, but there is just something about this guy. There's a certain magnetism. There's a certain way he talks, communicates his football IQ. He just seems like a football savant that can also connect with the players on a human level. And that's just not something you come by very often. And it seems like the Chargers got one of those in Brandon Staley, their brand new head coach. So we'll be here the rest of the week with you guys as he fills out this staff, as we see who these hirings go to. And as he, you know, opens up and gives out his first opening statements as the Chargers head coach will be here to break it down for you guys. But that is going to do it for today's show. If you guys want to give your reactions and scream about Brian Dable not being the coach or how excited you are about Brian Staley, the Locked On Chargers voicemail line is 323-524-7924. We're trying to get every Chargers voicemail on the show. 
If you guys don't already, the easiest way to get the show is by subscribing. You can do that on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Wherever you get your podcast from, you can find the Locked On Chargers podcast there and make sure to rate and review. We would really appreciate it from you guys. But that is going to do it for today's show. We'll be back with you guys tomorrow for the latest in Chargers news and getting more into this Brandon Staley hiring. But until then, guys, take it easy and go Bolts.